astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Thanksgiving week is finally here. Hey. So if you're following... I'm so grateful. <laughs> so if you're following us on social media, you probably already know, but we are launching our Black Friday special. Coming soon. Yeah, so the cart will open on Friday, the um, Friday after Thanksgiving uh, this week. And Mom and me have put together something that we've never done before. We're just breaking all... We're doing so many new things (laughs) this year. This really has been a new year for us. Absolutely. I know. It's not even 2021. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we're doing something different. Yes. Something exciting. And we think, one, this would be a great present to yourself. Of course. Yep. But it could also be something that you could gift for the holidays. Oh, easily. Yeah. Very easily. And you wouldn't, they wouldn't have a duplicate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wouldn't be something they've gotten before. Very true. And so, again, cart opens on Friday. This is, could be a once-in-a-lifetime type offer. I don't know. what. <laughs> you know what? It's a little iffy, isn't it? You know, we'll see. We'll see. So for um, $99, you get... 30 a 30-minute 30 recording yes of mom and me talking about your astrological chart yeah and that that's rather exciting you know yeah obviously to have reading is exciting yes you know but then to have someone and guess the age difference yep Two right we have we have a 30 plus year uh difference between us yes. to look at the chart i like to look at certain things you like to look at mm-hmm. very specific things as well and so and i think we play well against each other absolutely that i think we're going to drill down fast and deep into these charts and uh 30 minutes you know i can pack a lot in 30 too. minutes you well, know what we i mean do every week they well, hear us we well, don't have any true. downtime that's true <laughs> but um boy we just you know i jump into a chart immediately you know the first minute of of talk with yes. a client, I'm always shocked if I listen back to it, like, oh my God, I told him so much in that first minute, you know? Yep. Yep. So $99, you get a pre-recorded, so it's not yes. live. And I'll tell you the benefit to that. Okay. Is we talk the whole time. So That's true. Sometimes people will have an appointment with me and they'll listen back to the recording and they're disappointed because yes. they're like, I talked so much and right. you probably had more to say. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I... It can be therapeutic, but you get the full 30 minutes of us for $99. And then we also have um, an upgraded piece to that. So let's mm-hmm. say you're going to give it as a gift. Yes. This is lovely. Yes. And you're thinking, well, I want to give them something tangible as well for them to open. Right. And so for 139 you can get a crystal tiara. And all the crystals are hand-picked out by me. They're charged under the full moon. They're all one of a kind. And they're beautiful. Yes. When you say crystal, we have some with some... Uh, different colors. We have some that are, you know, pure uh, like quartz crystals, you know what I mean? But they're beautiful. I mean, I've worn mine and people stop and comment. Oh, people stop me all the time. You know, them, yeah. so uh, it's a wonderful present. That alone is a fantastic present. True. And if so, you want to, you could 
Well, you can keep the tiara. You can keep the tiara and <laughs> uh, hand off the reading to somebody. So anyhow. Yeah. So 139 you get the crystal tiara. It comes in a beautiful box. Well, you ship it to your house with a note in there saying that they have been gifted an astrology reading mm-hmm. just so we can coordinate uh, birth, date, time, and location with them as well. You know what? I would be excited. Yeah, absolutely. If I got a box in the mail <laughs> yeah. and in it was a crown or, you know, tiara. Yep. And then a reading on top of that. It's very unique. It really is. Nothing like it out there. (laughs) Nothing out there. So again, carts open Friday. Uh, The cart will be open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, to book. And then we will have all of the recordings delivered prior to uh, the holidays. Great. So, okay. So let's get into the topic for today. I'm kind of excited about this topic because it's just very interesting with the times. There's a shift going on, right? There's a shift going on. There's a shift out there. Yes. So we're talking about the moon, and of course, if you're even new to astrology, you've probably heard, what's your moon sign? Right. And I'm like, where where do I want to start with this? So classically, the sun is known as the masculine in the chart. Right. Right. And the moon is known as the feminine. Yes. And that's kind of old. That's very old school. Very old school. Yeah. But I'm taking it back to when this Masculine, feminine, sun, moon. Yep. Right. And in order to commercialize astrology, yes, they really boiled the chart down to just the sun. They did. And so when you think sun is masculine, because I'm talking about back when this happened, right? That's very traditional. Yeah. The sun was masculine. It was like the patriarchal aspect ruled and overtook. Overruled. Overruled. Overruled the feminine. Overruled the feminine. Became more important than the feminine in the the masculine perspective on life yep. became more important than the feminine perspective on life. And in the astrological chart. I don't know if you're oh. talking about astrology <laughs> no. or, or real life. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. In real life, it was that way. So therefore, it was yes. then, let's talk about astrology in terms of where is your sun in your chart? What sign? Not forget the moon. Forget the moon because the moon is just your emotions. Right? Yeah, they dismissed oh, just, it. That's just a feminine, that's emotions, that complicates life. And the moon got dissed. It did. Right? Abs- yeah. The, the moon was told to go get in the kitchen and, and, <laughs> and make food or something. <laughs> deal with your emotions. Yeah. Go to the bathroom and deal with your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> right? We dismissed the moon. And, but again, the, in order to commercialize it, in order to write a magazine and for anyone to pick up the magazine and be able to say, how does this apply to me? They boiled it down to the sun. And it made sense because it's easier. We have clear demarcations throughout the year. Oh, if you're born in this month, you're a Taurus. But if you're born over here, oh, you're a Gemini all of a sudden. Right. Whereas we don't have that ability to quickly meet someone and say, oh, your moon is in such and such. You have to run a chart yes. to see that. The or moon, look at an ephemeris, absolutely. Right, yes. ephemeris, you have to have a chart. Some, somehow you have to get that determined, and it takes another step. Mm-hmm. So it's more buried. It's a little more buried uh, information. Yeah. I just think what you just said is profound. And, and I'll share w- with everyone that I did not, hadn't thought of this, that the sun has become sun sign astrology because it was just easier and it reflected the male dominant hierarchy that's going on yeah now what's going on now though is we're in a shift we are moving and that's a whole topic in itself we're not going to go down that path but we're moving out of a masculine mode into a feminine mode yeah 
thus the election, all the women that were elected this year, this concept of Me Too women, movement. Me Too movement, yeah. all the stuff, the women really gaining real traction, I would say. Yeah. And so here we are today to talk, let's praise the moon. Yeah, let's right? honor the moon. <laughs> so one, if you're listening, you don't know your moon sign. Please no. book book an appointment. <laughs> yes, go get, online. Type get, in your birth information. You do need your time and your location to get the most accurate uh, moon sign because it does change every two and a half days. Mm-hmm. Um, but honor your moon. Honor and, the moon. And understanding your moon might give you that alone could give you a much more understanding about yourself. Clearly, yeah. clearly. Because I just had this conversation with someone the other day, and we had done the chart, but, you know, there's so much information that we talk about that just the moon sign kind of lost (laughs) credibility and all of this other stuff we were talking about. And so she went home and just started doing some research then on the moon. She's like, oh, what? This starts making so much more sense than my sun sign. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I uh, totally agree with that. I learned a lot about myself. And this is going back into, um, you know, I really fell into astrology or got very excited about astrology in the very closing year of the 70s. And so pretty much in the 80s, I was really, really absorbing like a sponge all this information. And when I learned that I had a moon in Aries, you know, uh, that was an eye opener for me. And yet it made some, it made so much sense. Yeah. So much sense. I had a tendency to attract very hard-driving women around me. Uh, the women that I just admired were very hard-charging, not in the national level necessarily, but just in a work environment. I really did attract the women that wanted to get ahead in life. Mm. And that's that moon in Aries. Yeah. Yeah, well, again, it's astrology is all about self-awareness. Yeah, and we've really just really simplified it and made everyone think, oh, you you fit into twelve little pigeonhole mm-hmm. um, cubbies of the twelve zodiac signs for your sun sign, and it's just not it's just not the case. No, not the case at all. So yes. when we talk about the sun, the sun is we, who who you aim to be, maybe describe self. And when we talk about the moon, I know you already mentioned it, but emotions. Yes, it's this, it's sometimes the subconscious as well. Um, you know, our habits. Yep. Things we do unconsciously, whether it's, uh, you know, putting our hair behind our ear when we talk, we're stroking that one ear, something like that that's just like, you're not thinking about it. You don't even mm-hmm. know you do it until you see an image of yourself, a video, and say, oh my God, I'm always doing this one hand motion. It represents things that you're doing that you're a little uh, unconscious of, but they're clearly visible to other people. It's not like it's down deep so badly that we can't see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's highly repetitive because the moon goes through cycles every 28, 29 days. So when you talk about those tiny little things, they are that repetitive. Rep- things that you do automatically. And this can get into your habits. What type of habits do you have? Uh, I know. Don't they say it takes however many days to form a new habit? Right. Exactly. It could be a cycle on studying the moon and the moon cycles could Mm -hmm. reinforce or make your habits and you know the moon has something to do with self-soothing as well okay how do you self-soothe you know what is your pacifier in life oh yeah that's a good one (laughs) you know i have a granddaughter and when she gets you know upset 
you know, she calls for her pacifier still, mm -hmm. but she's, it's a coping. And I'm thinking, okay, she knows how to self-soothe. Yeah. Now that's a different way of looking at it. Some people would hate that, that she calls for pacifier. She's two. But the idea is that, you know. I think everyone's just worried about the teeth. Yeah, that's a thing probably. Yeah. But anyhow, but you know, she knows she needs to be soothed and that sucking is repetitive. Mm -hmm. Suck, 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 suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we all could learn something from that. Yeah. You know, identify what you need as your pacifier in life based on your moon sign. Okay. So we'll just jump into a couple of people to maybe give some, some examples that everyone would know about yes. how their moon sign might actually make more sense than their sun sign. Yes. So again, at this point, when you listen to this, hopefully the election results will God, be out and done. <laughs> um, cause this should be the week of Thanksgiving, but uh, let's talk about Trump's chart. Yes. Yes. And, and we know Trump is a Gemini sun in Gemini, but his moon in Sagittarius. That exaggerating. Yeah. Quality yeah exactly. Exactly. Sagittarius likes to tell a big story. Right? A long story. Yes. They like to overstate something. Yeah. Now that's with the moon. The moon in Sagittarius in particular. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we think about Sagittarius too, we always think about travel or, you know, connections at distance. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know if it's just my age with how many presidents I've had in my adult life, but, you know, it, he seems very well connected all over the world, not just from a presidential standpoint, oh. but even, you know, Trump Tower, the Taj Mahal, right? Doesn't he, I mean, well, he has yeah, right. I mean, Sagittarius rules branding. It rules yeah. marketing. It rules sales. It's always think of this. Sagittarius is like a big um, amplifier. Mm -hmm. I think of, I don't know, I think they still have them, but in my day when you went to a high school football game, the cheerleaders had those big, big megaphones. They, oh, were, yeah. they were jumbo size and they held them up and yep. they yelled those the chant through the cones. Things, That's yep. a big cone, so to speak. Yep. That is Sagittarius, taking a message and throwing it widely out over the, the world, the masses. Yeah. And he's good at that. Trump is good at that. That's his moon in Sagittarius. I'm going to jump to Barack Obama after yeah. that one. Okay. Um, so Sun and Leo. Yes. Which we can, I mean, you know, if anything, it would seem like Michelle was more the Leo energy, right? Out of yes. the two. Yes, right. But he has a Sun and Leo, but his moon is, is in Gemini. Yeah. And I just think his linguistics, I mean, he just, whether you're a supporter of him or not, I do mm -hmm. think he had a way to calm and, and, and soothe over anything with just his vocabulary and... Very adaptable. Moon and Gemini can read the crowd, mm -hmm. read the room. Yeah. Okay. Not, don't tell that joke. Don't tell that joke, but tell this joke. You know, can read the room. Very adaptable yeah. and generally well-versed. So if someone looks a little academic, they can go to the academic level. If they appear to be, you know, kind of... Uh, uh, more loose or casual or not that sophisticated they can go to that level yeah and you know who else shared that was um oh sigmund freud really ancient example but prolific writer he was a taurus but moon in gemini they oftentimes can write volumes mm. you know they can talk on in depth about things yeah 
I can see that for sure. <laughs> you know, so then, yeah, those were two examples. But look at Biden's chart as well. Biden's a Scorpio. Right, which gets a bad rap. You probably listened to our Scorpio episode last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's got his moon in Taurus. There is something about a moon in Taurus. That's moon in likeable. Taurus is very likable. Uh, and uh, interesting, Bill Clinton had a moon in Taurus as well. But uh, generally, you like them, you feel comfortable. They have a little bit of a folksy quality to them. I can think of someone that I know that chats with every checkout person. Oh, you yeah. know, like they don't go to the grocery store, they go to buy groceries from Susan, who's a right. checker <laughs> at the grocery store. And they go, they, no matter what line is short, they go to Susan's line. I'm making up that name, but yeah. they know they're on a first name basis with a checker. They wouldn't think of getting into another line. Why? Because they have this folksiness. People like them. They can do chit chat with people easily. Um, that's the, I think that's apparent. I certainly, I think it was apparent with Bill Clinton. I think it was apparent um, uh, with Biden as well. Yeah, I, I think so as well. I mean, political, you know, anything political aside, just because I know then you start thinking like... Yeah, and I have to one of the... You know what? There's very few actors that I've always been intrigued with, but Robert Downey Jr., I think, you know, he's had a lot of challenges in his life, but he's just so... There's a quality about him, and he has moon in In Taurus Taurus as well. well. He's an Aries, the risk taker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he's got that moon in Taurus, even though he's fought addiction... I think so. Okay. I had, I wasn't a big Iron Man fan. I'm, I'm okay. trying to remember okay. what I know him from, but I think he's Iron year Man. before that. But the idea is very likable personality. And uh, there we go, Moon and Taurus. I think David Letterman just recently introduced him on um, his talk show. Yeah, if um if he was Iron Man, he really portrayed that air, that Sun and Aries and mm-hmm. Moon oh, and, yeah. and Taurus with just the Iron Man versus. When he wasn't dressed up. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I did watch the In movie. costume, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those are just some celebrity examples, just to give you an idea of how prevalent that you can see that moon can, energy coming through. We're do, and we don't even know these people really well. We're right. just talking about true. <laughs> how they portray themselves at distance. Imagine now getting to know the moon sign of your child. Uh, yeah. Right? Of your spouse. I mean... This is significant. Uh, you know, even if you're reading the columns that mm-hmm. are put out, you might want to read your moon sign to get some insight on that, of what's well, going on based on that moon sign. Well, yeah, because a lot of times those columns are written saying, oh, you know, Jupiter is hitting your sun, so blah, 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 blah. Well, if Jupiter is at that degree of a sun, if, if your moon sits at that in Gemini, like you're reading the sun Gemini, it's hitting your moon, you will take on those same experiences oh yeah maybe on a more personal level absolutely um, if, if your moon sits there absolutely yeah no it, it's you know i always i've said this to you i said the world of understanding and applying astrology is booming mm-hmm. i and again i jokingly said to you at some point several years back i said kate astrology is a growth industry yes it's it's booming the more pro, there's a lot of professional colleges now geared right to astrology you can get degrees there's so much better language the research 
Uh, and oh my gosh, it, it's just a, a great area. And there's going to be more people that are going to be more knowledgeable about their charts as we go into the future. And I don't mean just next year. And I'm, I'm talking the long term. I agree. Over the next 20 years, uh, people are going to get much more versed about their charts. Are you the one that said that astrology is the science that we don't understand? I didn't say that, but okay. I'll take credit yeah. for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that recently, and I just thought that was interesting. Yes. It's the, the science that we don't understand. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm continually amazed that oh, I can yeah. speak to somebody, and um, and I <clears throat> I just did one yesterday. Never met the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone gifted the reading, so I was met with her on the phone, mm-hmm. and I opened up and to be honest I talked 55 minutes straight oh gosh yeah. 55 minutes straight to her yeah now we got to the end I, I did I'll be very honest that's about 20 minutes that is this making sense mm-hmm. are you following me and she said yes Perfect. with a emphatic so that gave me the go ahead to keep, keep on going. going so uh yeah so that I know we can I can pack information in very tightly in, into a reading. But anyhow. Well, yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. When you get on the phone with someone, you've never met them. It's gifted. Sometimes I only have a first name. Oh, yes. You know, they just text me. This is mm-hmm. Lynn. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You know, you don't, you don't right. know anything about them. And you get on the phone and you just start describing things about them. And you're... Or what's going on, mm-hmm. what their dilemma is. It blows me away at times. Yeah. Should we talk about some sun-moon combinations of, obviously there's endless combination, well not, I shouldn't say endless, but 144, 144 combinations of sun, uh, like moon. I, I was going to say sun-moon midpoint, um, sun and moon combinations. combinations. So, well, let's just think of a second. The moon gets its light from the sun. Okay, so there's a blending and that's really sets it up. If you just look at the science of it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The moon is lit up by the sun's energy, so it's a shared, shared, they're mirroring each other on some level. Yeah. We didn't throw in the part, I don't know if this is, if we need to, because I know we didn't do that for the people's birthdays that we pulled, but especially if you're born at night, when oh, the that's moon a great point. is yep. Yep. obviously more, yes. th- that's the focus at night, the moon is. If, if you're born after 6 p.m. and before 6 a.m., um, and that's just general, right? Yeah. <clears throat> if your moon is in the lower half of the chart, it would be another way to look at it rather than in the upper half. But if you're born at night, this, the moon is far more important to you mm-hmm. than those of us born in the sun. I'm a born in the sun. You're born, born under the sun. sun. Our whole family has been, been born under the sun. Oh, except Bill. My husband. No, he was born about midnight. Okay. So his moon is very important. Yeah. And again, this More is... More important, I want to say. This is just... I'm going to take it back to even just that whole like patriarchal mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, nowadays, it's rare that babies are born at night. We've yeah. we've like eliminated mm. an entire grouping of people because yes. we schedule now so many C-sections. Right. And C-sections are scheduled between... Probably mm-hmm. nine and three, I don't know, Monday through right. Thursday or Monday right. through Friday. So it's becoming less and less, these people born at night. That's just a fact. Absolutely. Just like, well. I, I even experienced it <clears throat> actually with your birth mm-hmm. and that the doctor was with us at 11, 12. I think he stayed to about midnight. Oh, and wow. then um, he looked at, I, he said it right in front of us. We were very chummy, so to speak. And he goes, he goes okay, it's going to be a couple hours still. He goes, <laughs> 
I'm going home for the night. Yeah. And and they knew then to slow it down. Don't speed it up. Yeah. Right? Now, I'm sure nature could have overruled them, but they really backed off um, and uh, just really set, let me, until he could, a reasonable hour. Mm-hmm. And then he came in in the morning. Okay, let's have a baby. I remember the nurse came in. Doctor's here. Let's have a baby. But isn't that funny? Because it's more of that masculine energy, predominantly masculine energy yes. dictating then when yes. these babies are going to be born. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, so let's talk about some sun-moon combinations. I can start with mine. Okay. If anyone listening sure. is an yeah. Aquarius sun and a moon in Leo. Okay. So definitely a lot of enthusiasm for new ideas original ideas that's the aquarius that's the aquarius right um and there can be an interesting mashup of logic and um romance right when you see those Absolutely. two come together yeah the leo is a little bit of the performer mm-hmm. and i know you wouldn't say that you are do performance art no but you're on when you're doing a reading oh, yeah. whether you're the uh in management yeah, you were head of the head of the team and the management. You were visible in what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. You were never were buried behind the scenes. And now, where the services that you offer at gatherings or at parties, Speaking you know, you're the entertainment. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe there's more entertainment besides just yourself, but you're the entertainment. You're there to do the readings, of things it. of that nature. So that's where we start marrying that. But a rebel with flair and style. A rebel with <laughs> flair and style. The Aquarian. Aquarians always are a little edgy. Mm-hmm. With a Leo moon, now we're thinking about, okay, how to present this to the audience? How's it going to look? How do I need to present myself? More so than someone who's just in the streets ranting, protesting, you know, they might not care as much how they look. Mm-hmm. It's yep. an interesting yep. combination. Yeah. Which one, which one do you want to do next? Well, let's, you know, think of, let's pick on Capricorns okay. for a second. You know, what do you think? You think of Capricorns as hardworking. Mm-hmm. They, they know the system. They'll work themselves up. They'll be dutiful. They'll yep. show up, okay, to get ahead, do the stubborn. right thing, maybe kiss ass a little bit to know okay. how to get up the ladder, so to speak. But you put that with an Aries moon, and all of a sudden you have someone who's now going to take some risks, yeah. right? That, that Aries moon, they'll say, that doesn't apply to me. That mm. rule doesn't apply to me, mm. right? But they could be very successful with still getting to the top. Oh, more so. Yeah. That's like gasoline in the tank <laughs> for a Capricorn to have an Aries moon if they're interested in success, beating, winning, uh, you know, and, and they have a plan. I've never been that way, but, you know, I'm not a Capricorn either. But um, <laughs> the idea is I say they, they plan in advance. They have a plan. Like, by, you know, you've heard of these people that say, by 30, I want to retire, or by 40, I want to have this. Or, you know, they already know. They already have their retirement date picked out mm-hmm. in, the, in the future, 20, 30 years out. That's yeah. the plan. That is that combination. That's a strong combination. Get out of the way if you have one of those in your family. <laughs> Absolutely. So when we talked about mine, just real quick to go back to that, that oh, yeah. Aquarius, um, mm-hmm. Sun, and Leo Yes, moon. we'll come back and talk know, about you again, Kate. Okay, of course. It's <laughs> so Leo and me. Bring it back. <laughs> But Let me get the spotlight <laughs> turned on here. I wish we were on video. I'd, I'd bright the room here. Well, I would just say because those, if you know a little bit about astrology, those are opposite signs. They yes. are across from each other. Yes. So that would be considered um, 
the full moon. It's I was a full, born moon. Under full moon. She was so born under the full moon. If you have any sort of combination, Cancer, Capricorn, Sun, Moon, uh, Gemini, Sagittarius, you yes. could also identify that you were most likely born under full moon, depending on what the oh, degrees are. Oh, under the are. influence of. Yes. Yes, I did one yesterday that was 18 degrees out. Moon was 18 degrees past the sun already. Okay. So it wasn't, oh, I'm sorry, it's a new moon story, but you know, she's still under a new moon phase. Okay, that's what I was going to get at next. It's a phase. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I know because you thought I was taking it back to myself, but I yeah. wasn't. I was prepping it for this next piece. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I got you. Is that, and sometimes you have both your sun and your moon in the same sign. Oh, yes. So, if you have opposite signs that you're full, born under the full moon, if your sun and moon are in the same sign, then you're born under new moon energy. Yes. So, the next example Gemini sun with a Gemini moon. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. we're reinforcing that same mm-hmm. energy, but in two different areas of our lives. Right, and anyone born under a new moon energy, they have a little bit of mystery about them. People don't quite understand how their life has worked, mm-hmm. what they've done, and how did that get you to this point? Which is really contradictory because you think you would have a really good handle on them if they were had the same sign keep repeating in their chart because you would think it would just amplify that same energy right but in my experience it that's it's not been an easy interpretation or translation to figure them out just because oh you have a sun and a moon in the same sign but they were born under the dark of the moon you can't even see the moon on the dark of the moon Mm mm-hmm you don't, even, you don't even know, most of us don't even know what part of the sky to be looking at. True. Right? So we're gate, we can't find it. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing of anyone born under, you know, and you would know it. If you're born under a new moon, you would probably have your sun and moon most likely in the same signs. Yes. It's very possible one could be off if it's late or very early in the into the sign. But uh, uh, So if we see that double Gemini, they could be very animated. Uh, they could be a great juggler in regards to, you know, having their hands in lots of different pots that maybe don't make sense. That, jack of oh, all trades. Jack of all trades. Is would good. certainly be a simple thing to say. Yeah. They could be a fast talker. Mm-hmm. And, and literally come into flexibility would be their thing. The ability to adapt. But I'm talking now about maybe even their body type. This ability to um, do a handstand or to, you know, of course, we talked about literally juggling or something of that nature where this flexibility starts showing up in the body. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look, um, Mikey has a Gemini sun and a Gemini moon, my partner. Yes. And he's been a bull rider. He has a uh, unicycle. You know, he has a motorcycle. Oh, he has, you know, he's always putting his body in, in I'll say, compromised. <laughs> to me, mm-hmm. that would be very compromised positions. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and they have a tendency to maybe um, overload their nervous system. Yeah. So I see that very with Mikey much through so. video games. Oh, okay. I think if I looked at the screen for that mm-hmm. long, mm-hmm. I would feel sick, yeah. you know? And he does that to just exhaust himself before he can go to bed. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. They, 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 a double of anything, but a double Gemini does have to be aware at some point of overload. Yes. Overload. And it's very interesting that you, the way you say that, because kind of identifying that is that's how it exhausts, depletes, burns off all this excess energy. Where I would be wired. And then I can just be, yeah, you'd be wired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a very interesting take on it. But their humor as well, very strong. So some of those things we would say just about a Gemini. 
Mm-hmm. Now we're saying, what if you had your sun in Gemini and your moon in Gemini? It just now it just really ramps that one up. And that could go for any of the combos. You could have both things in Taurus, etc. Yeah. So let's just end with the idea of having a weak moon versus a strong moon. Yeah. And those are categories that, that you have a strong moon, you have a weak moon. That would probably be an astrologer would probably say that, that to you, you, so to speak. You may not know it. You're not going to run a chart and goes, oh, strong no. moon, <laughs> oh, weak moon type of it thing. It won't say that. No, no it won't. But um, if uh, you had an afflicted moon or a weaker positioned moon, you know, that could give you weaker coping skills when we talk about the emotions yeah. of yeah. the moon. Uh, it might put you in a position where you're always making excuses for things. Blaming other Blaming people. Other people. Blaming the weather, blaming, you know, the time of day. Yeah, because moon is a processing of the emotions, processing of the emotions. And sometimes you just can't. You get into this And as an individual, difficult. I don't think anyone wants to get on the phone with us and hear, oh, you have, <laughs> you have a weak um, or afflicted moon. But if you understood that your child had that or your spouse had that, it could explain why their coping abilities aren't as strong well i think you should go back to what you did the first part there maybe sometimes people get better or they learn more when they find out oh you're right gosh i do have a tendency to blame and maybe i maybe that's related i do think work a lot i don't think astrology dictates your life okay I do think it points, it kind of, these arrows come pointing back at you. This is how you're acting. This is how, without thought, this is what you're, how you're looking and how you're thinking. I think with some awareness, yeah, it changes. You I grow through it. No, I totally agree. Astrology, I do think, is like another form of therapy. It but is, I don't thank think you. that people know that. And so when they're, if you're just getting on the phone thinking, ha ha, like, tell me about my future. Like, what's going right. to happen? Am I going to get married? <laughs> yeah. Am I going to have kids? Am I going to, you know, my and we're sitting here saying, that, yeah, this is much you have a weak deeper. moon. Stop, <laughs> stop blaming other people for, yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah, we yeah. harp on yeah. that. But, but a strong just... moon is, can, they can sustain, they can deal with, let's say a customer service position where people are queued up in front of you to complain about a return or something they're dissatisfied with. Well, to be honest, you can pretty much say anyone who's in the customer service as a profession, oh yeah, they're going to have a strong they moon. They have to have a strong moon. <laughs> because they're dealing with masses, basically in complaints. True. So you can do a little self-diagnosis there <laughs> as oh my well. Gosh, that's funny. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we we ran a little long on this episode, but we did get in that Black Friday um, information at the beginning. So we hope that you really enjoyed um, this moon talk. Maybe you understand a little bit about your moon. Maybe now you're just super excited to figure out where does your moon sit in your chart. Right. And uh, you do need a time of birth. Time for that. of birth. Definitely. In place, yeah. And uh, set your alarm, set your clocks for mm-hmm. our Black Friday special opening Black um, the Friday after Thanksgiving, it'll run. Do I have weekend. to stand in line? Do I have to queue up? Do I have to get out of bed at 5 a.m.? I know. Oh yeah. I the... didn't even say how you'll be able to purchase it through, um, my website, www.thekatewin.com. Um, and both of our social media forums on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. So making it easy, making it easy. That's what you do. Kate. Or you can text us. I mean, that, oh, of course. That's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's a given. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for listening today and, um, happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. 
If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.